0: Hello, Awesome Humans, and welcome to today's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. I'm Natalie, your host, and I'm so grateful you're here. As a quick reminder, we record this podcast with a live virtual audience, so you will hear me respond to questions and comments. If you'd like to join me for Awesome Human Hour Live, I would love it. It's every Wednesday at noon Eastern, and you can sign up by going to happier.com and clicking on Awesome Human Hour. Now, before we dive into today's topic, just take a moment to arrive to this moment right now. This time is for you, and I hope you find today's episode really valuable. Let's dive in and talk about this little ritual. So um, some of you may be familiar with this, Um, maybe there are other yogis in here, but it was about it was actually around the time after I'd burnt out and was in a really, really dark place and put my life pretty much on hold to try and find a way back to heal that I um, came across a book um, by Rod Stryker. And um, I actually can't remember what the book is called. I think it's called The Four Desires. Um, And in it, he talked about this concept that is what I want to share with you of creating a sankalpa. So I'm actually gonna put it in chat, um, the word just so, cause it's a, um, a Sanskrit. So sankalpa, so it's in chat. Um, and here's what a sankalpa is. And I offer this to you, I'm gonna to talk to you about it and tell you how, what I do every year, but I offer this to you as an alternative or maybe an addition to creating new year's resolution. So sankalpa um, means, you um, a resolve um, or a, a deep um, sacred commitment to your deepest life desire—that's what sankalpa really means. And um, I love the way that sounds. By the way, like I love when I say that. Um, yes, Andy is always there finding links. Thank you, Andy. Yes, the Four Desires by Rod Striker—I highly recommend it. And so there's this concept in yoga of a sankalpa, and Uh, Again, Sankalpa is not um, a resolution. It's not something that you will yourself into. Underneath the idea of this um, commitment or resolve to your heart's desire is um, a very different view that yogis and um, kind of the tradition in India take on life. So when we make a New Year's resolution, right, it's always, usually, I'm going to say always, about something in the future, right? Like I want to get fit. I want to travel more. I want to wear more colorful things, whatever it is, right? It's it's about reaching for something that isn't here. Yogis believe that we actually have everything that we need and want and everything that we are meant to be. It's already here within us and that our work is to understand it, to discover it, and then to bring it out. And Um, I have to tell you, I spent most of my life um, reaching for things. I spent most of my life, and I've shared this before, um, really not being very kind to myself and not thinking very much of myself, to be honest, and constantly thinking that, okay, that goal over there, I got to get to that goal. And once I achieve that, then I'll be enough, I'll be better, et cetera. And it was, again, around the time after my burnout that I went looking for a very different way to live that I discovered um, I, studied, I started study yoga much more seriously around then. And just this concept that we actually have full capacity within us for all of the things that we are meant to do, all the things that we desire, and we have to put in the work to bring that out, just feels much more... Um, It feels more comforting, that's the word I wanna use, but it also feels less striving, like it's already within us and it aligns with everything I share, right? I believe we're all awesome humans. It doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't mean we don't have ways to improve or grow, but I believe every single one of you has the capacity, full capacity to do that. So there's this um, uh, idea of sankalpa. Again, what it means is kind of a resolve, a commitment, to um, your sacred um, heart's desire. I wanna talk about this idea of desire for a little bit just to kind of, and then I'm gonna tell you how to create your sankalpa um, and what I do. Um, And I'm gonna share one of mine that I've created in the past. So, you know, um, yogis and other traditions talk about that we all have a life's dharma, right? We have a purpose. We're all here on purpose. It is something I fully, fully, firmly Um, try to encourage every single human I come in contact with to kind of embrace. None of us are here without a purpose. And the purpose isn't somewhere out there. It's within us. And our work is to figure out what it is and then do the work to bring it out. So we all have this dharma. And so when we talk about sankalpa and desire, it's not kind of a desire, oh, I want a new car. I want, you know, uh, pretty flowers or whatever it is. It's something deeper than that. It is um, a desire to Fulfill part of your life's purpose, part of your dharma, and so um, that's the idea of as sankalpa. Now, a couple like tangible things I want to say about it. So, when you create your sankalpa, the way to think about it. So, I I do this again. I create one for every year. Sankalpa. Um, you want to think about so. If, if you think about like, what are some of your deep heart desires, right? Like that connect you to your purpose that feel meaningful, what needs to happen? And what would you like to happen in the next year or so to help you get closer to fulfilling that desire? And that's what your sankalpa is about. One of the most important things about a sankalpa is that it's really simple and, and it's usually one sentence and um, it's always stated in the present tense. So it's not I will something. It is, I am, or I have, or I've done. Because again, you have this within you. You just need to work to bring it out. So sankalpa is very simple. You want to know um, You want to know when you've achieved it. You wanna know when you've reached it. So you wanna keep it simple. You wanna always state it in the present tense. And don't worry, I'm gonna give you examples. Um, you wanna always state it in the present tense. And it becomes a, what it is for me, I'll just share that. It's a guiding principle. It helps guide my choices throughout the year. Um, And so it's similar to an intention. I know many of you said intentions, but it's stronger than that. Um, I make a commitment to it. So I'm committed to it, and it helps me make trade offs. It helps guide my choices of both how I spend my time and my energy. And I'll tell you another thing that I have found really powerful about having a Sankalpa. Um, when the brain gets, you know, we talk about talking back to our brain, and we talk a lot here about how thoughts that your brain gives you are not rooted in fact, our brain has a negativity bias, it's overly negative, it's afraid of uncertainty, so the thoughts we have like in this brain that is in our heads they're not rooted in reality and they can really get in our way. They create mental blocks. And what I have found over the years of creating a sankalpa every year is it helps to bring me back. It like centers me, right? And so again, it's about a sacred commitment, a strong resolve to fulfill one of your heart's desires. Um, It is about something that is meaningful to you and that'll help you fulfill that sense of purpose. Um, And it's always simple. Short and always stated in the present tense. So I want to give you a really tangible example, and then I can you can put questions if you guys have in um, chat um, or in QA. But I want to tell you. Um, Uh, one of my sankalpas. Actually, I'm going to tell you my first one that I ever made. So this was after I burnt out and probably one of the darkest, hardest years of my life when I put everything on hold because everything was broken. I was broken. My life was broken. And so um, my first sankalpa that I ever created was this. this. This was the sentence. I have created a kinder relationship with myself. That was my sankalpa. And the interesting thing I want to tell you about it um, was because um, uh, my first instinct when I learned, when I read the book and I started working on a sankalpa, my first ideas for a sankalpa were around, you know, um, I'm building a new business. I've built a successful business. I've come up with a new business for happier. Like it was all very external. Um, And then I realized after honest reflection and creating a genuine sankalpa that means a lot to you, um, it it takes some honesty, I realized that I could do none of that, that none of that was even within the realm of possibility until I actually started to treat myself with some compassion and kindness, which at that time I never had. So my first ever sankalpa was the sentence, I have created a kinder relationship with myself. And what I do every year, what I did then, so every year I start a new journal. I know you're all shocked that it's yellow. I know it's a big surprise. I'm kidding. Of course it's yellow. So, um, and I um, I haven't done it this year, by the way. I have not done my Sankalpa ritual this year. Um, I'll do it probably after we get home. So what I did that year and what I do every year since is I start a new journal for the new year my birthday happens to be around the new year but I would do it for a new year and at the top let's see so like I would take you know the I would take a new page and I write my sentence right in the middle and this is my sankalpa for the year and then what I do is I actually um rewrite the same sentence my sankalpa um, at the beginning of many weeks, um, when I need to kind of center. And so um, that was my first ever sankalpa. Now, I have to tell you, um, at the time that I made this sacred vow, this resolve, this commitment to creating a kind of relationship with myself, I didn't know exactly how I would do it. So um, when you're creating your Sankalpa, you want it to be something that is meaningful to you, but something that, you know, it's something you think you can achieve within a year or so. Um, but it's a little bit of a stretch, right? But so I didn't know how to do it, but be, it became this guiding principle. So whenever in my head, you know, my brain would tell me all these harsh things about myself and I this and I failed at life because I burnt out on all these things. I had my Sankalpa to come back to. And so I would just reread it to myself, like I have created a kind of relationship with myself, and that affected a lot of um, choices, a lot of. Uh, inner dialogue that I engaged in. And so I offer this to you again, um, I'm just sharing the ritual that I do every year. So here's what I do just to share with you. Like I said, creating your sankalpa requires some reflection. Um, So if you meditate, um, if you have a regular daily ritual of just reflection, I think I've shared before, I don't meditate, but every day I do take 10-15 minutes to just be still and silent and not talk and do stuff, Um, it's powerful to begin that way. So I usually spend a little bit of time just being really quiet and um, just trying to tune out a little bit of the chatter and tune in a little bit to the the more centered, the voice within me. And then what I usually do is I just make a quick list, like I just start jotting stuff down. Um, And if you get Rod Stryker's book, he actually takes you through a whole process of exploring the different kinds of desires, and it's really powerful. So I do recommend it, but you don't have to do it. So I then kind of start jotting things down that come to mind after this period of reflection of what what are some things that I feel... You know, what are commitments that I feel I want to make to help me fulfill my Dharma, my deepest purpose, my deepest desire? So I just make a quick list and just don't judge yourself. Just jot things down as they come to your mind. And then I sort of take a moment to reflect and I read what I wrote. And there's usually a theme. What I know, what I notice when I jot things down is like there's a theme, the things I'm jotting down, they're on a certain theme. And then I kind of pull that thread. And that's where I create my sankalpa from. I do keep it to one sentence. It's always in the present tense. Um, and again, I have found this to be incredibly powerful. Um, I see the excitement in chat about an awesome human journal. You guys, of course, there's going to be an awesome human journal. There's going to be note to sell, deck of cards, and all kinds of goodness. Are you kidding me? We're launching a movement. There'll be all kinds of things. That's a promise, um, but there absolutely will be an awesome human journal and all kinds of things. Um, so, a couple of quick things I just want to say about. And if you have a question, you can pop it into Q and A. We have a few minutes um, that I can um, answer. But a couple of things I want to say. So, you know, often, um, you know, when I've talked to people about a, a sankalpa. Um, and New Year's resolutions and how I feel like creating a Sankalpa is just more meaningful. It's more self-affirming and self-loving um, than kind of starting from a place of you're not enough. You know, people tell me, um, well, you know, but what if like what I really want is to get fit? Or what if I really want is to lose weight? Like, that's really what I want. Or what if I really want is to like, you know, have a better home? Like, is that, like, is that a a sankalpa? Is that my deepest desire? So what I want to tell you is all of those things, if something comes to mind as a way to fulfill a deep desire, don't dismiss it, but try to go a little bit deeper. So, you know, I think something like 60% of New Year's resolutions about people wanting to get into better shape. So maybe you can go a little bit deeper and ask yourself what why why do you want to get into better shape is it so that you can have greater well-being better relationships with others you can do more different activities so you want with your sankalpa try to get to that deeper that underlying desire that maybe is at at the core of what first comes to mind and again that that takes a little bit of um reflection um, and uh self-honesty Margaret is asking, you know, what do we list under our sankalpa? So your sankalpa, again, a definition of your sankalpa, it is a resolve, a commitment to one of your like sacred desires. That's what a sankalpa is. And I was offering that, you know, how to come up with it, start jotting things down that you desire, that are meaningful to you, that you want to achieve and experience in the next year and see if there's a theme, see if there's something um, that emerges as really meaningful to you. Um, and right. Steven just put and and, you know, shared, right. That becoming healthier helps with balance of the mind of body and soul. Right. So think about like, if when things come to mind again, if maybe you've already been making New Year's resolutions to get fit or read more, drink more water, whatever it is, those are external things. Think about underneath that. What is, why do you want to drink more water? That's one of mine, okay? That's every. I used to make this New Year's resolution every year because I'm just not great at drinking water until I kind of reframe it for myself and realize that, well, what happens when I drink water? What happens when I drink water is I have more energy and I don't have headaches. Cause when I don't drink, I have terrible, terrible headaches. And what happens when I have a headache? When I have a headache, I cannot bring my full self to all of you. I cannot be a great speaker. I cannot be a great mom. I cannot be a great friend. And so that gets me a little bit down the path to what is my true desire? My true desire is um, to show up as a source of encouragement and light for other people. That is my true desire. Drinking more water, staying in shape, eating healthy. Those are things that enable that. So if, if that was something that I was thinking about for next year, my Sankalpa would have something to do. Like an example would be, I show up as a source of encouragement for other people. That could be a Sankalpa right and then yeah that i've made that commitment, so of course i'm going to drink more water and i'm going to exercise and eat better, because when I do those things I show up as a source of encouragement for other people so it's an example. Um, So uh, I I love, um, thank you for the questions i'm just opening this. um, Again, I offer this to all of you as an idea, as something um, to consider uh, doing uh, for the new year, I think especially where we are with all the challenges of COVID and beyond and more uncertainty. I, I, I would love for you to consider doing this for you But again, the reason that I find it so powerful and so helpful, and it of course aligns with everything that I talk about here and the whole idea of the Awesome Human Project is because we all have what we need within us. I really, really do believe that. And I grew up and I spent most of my life on the opposite side of that. I did not come from this belief, but the starting there. I think allows us to do more of what's meaningful to us. I want to answer one more question that someone chatted to me. And by the way, if you should always know, if you chat me, um, I will never use your name. I should say that at the beginning. So we ask you to put your questions into Q and A and I may say your name, but if you chat me, I will not, um, will not use your name. So the question that one of you chatted to me was around um, that you'd like to be more, kind you like my sankalpa example that i have used that you'd like to be kinder and self-compassionate to yourself but you're not sure that you know just creating the sankalpa will help you do it because this person is someone who's really very self-critical and so i want to tell you that i really um i really relate to that because i came from that And it does require a little bit of a leap of faith. So a sankalpa is not a plan of action that can come after. Once you have your sankalpa, that's why I write it at the beginning of every week in my journal. It helps me to figure out what are some things I need to do that week to fulfill it, right? Um, But it does require uh, a little bit of a leap of faith because remember, you're making a resolve, a commitment to a desire. The capacity for it is within you but you haven't yet gotten there. So I encourage you to have a little bit of a leap of faith, but then that becomes you a, a guiding principle for your actions that you take to fulfill it um what I want to read oh Debbie just shared a question okay I'll answer that shortly thanks Debbie um I want to read Robin's Sankalpa since you shared it with everyone Robin um and I want to read it Robin says I just realized my Sankalpa is I'm living a life filled filled with self-love self-care and self-compassion that's beautiful right that's beautiful and then again You don't just write your sankalpa and forget about it. You want to keep reminding yourself of it, which is why I rewrite it for myself every week. You want to keep it somewhere where you can refer it because you want it to become your guiding principle for the things that you do, right? So hopefully for Robin, since her sankalpa is that she is living a life filled with self-care, that means that every week, Robin, you do something for self-care because you have have made the sacred commitment that's what i love about a sankalpa it's like you're making this commitment to yourself to your like true divine the dharma the self and then you have to put actions behind it um i want to answer Re- uh, rebecca's question about do you have one sankalpa at a time or for a year so yes um you absolutely only one at a time I get it. We're all overachievers. We want to create 20. Um, That was actually Rebecca. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. Like when I started to do this process, I was like, okay, yeah, I want this and this, and this will be better. No, one at a time. And again, um, the, the the yogis that I have studies talk about, it is, it's, it's, it's a heart's desire that you can realistically realize, achieve in the next nine to 12 months. So I only create one a year. But the thing is, is here's a good point. Sankalpa is alive, right? Just because you wrote it down doesn't mean you can't change it. And I've done this many years where my original Sankalpa that I wrote on December 29th or around this time didn't quite like resonate a few days later, a few weeks. So you modify it. It's alive. But I do recommend that it's one at a time and it's one for a year, Um, Margaret is asking, do we share it with others who keep it to ourselves? Great question, Margaret. So um, I find sankalpa is something very sacred. So as an example, I told you my sankalpa from six years ago, but not the one that I have for this year, because I think it's very, it it, it is, it's, it's kind of, it's a commitment from you to your greater, greatest, best self. And I think of it as very sacred. So it isn't something that I share with others or even talk about with you guys and you guys, I tell you guys everything, but it's, I think it's really, really personal. Um, and Sherry, yeah, sankalpas do evolve, but the the really important thing, and you know, is, is to be pretty tangible about it. Like make it something that when you've achieved it, you can say, I have achieved it. That you can say, okay, I have achieved my sankalpa and now I'm ready to make the next one. So that's why you want to keep it simple in one sentence or a phrase, and you want to know, like, yes, I've gotten there. So it took me, it actually, the last thing I wanna say is my first sankalpa was, I have developed a kinder relationship with myself. It took me two years to get there. Um, it, It was something so difficult for me. It took me two years, but then I knew when I was there. Like I could say, I, have developed a kind of relationship with myself and then i could create my next sankalpa so um thank you so much for being open to hearing about something that um i think is probably new to most of you it's very new to me but again i wanted on my birthday to give you a gift from my soul my heart to yours and share with you something that is really meaningful to me. Um, I'm really, I look forward to doing this every year. So I'm gonna probably do it when we get back to Boston. We'll fly back tomorrow. So I'll probably do it right before the new year. Um, I kind of make an an appointment with myself. It's like a date for a couple hours to think about, reflect um, and create a meaningful Sankalpa. So um, I'd love as always, if you do create a Sankalpa, I'd love to know that you did. Don't tell me what it is, but I'd love to know that you did or how it's going throughout the year. and that's really meaningful to me. I promised you a short, awesome human hour. My family is waiting for me to go to Frida Kahlo's house. I am so excited. It's like an amazing uh, present. Thank you so much to all of you who made time to be here on a holiday week. Thank you, Debbie, for bringing your sunshine and your light and joy and cheer and Lila. Um, And thank you to all of you for being part of my and Debbie's life this year. We have been doing this. I think this is our 86th episode of awesome human hour. And, um, it's a really, really meaningful community that's developed. And I am, can I tell you how grateful I am for your being, for your being here and more than anything for your making a commitment to embrace your awesome human, to treat yourself with more respect, more compassion, and more kindness, because from that you create all the meaningful things that you all care about. So, happy upcoming new year. Uh, we are here next week, as always, for a regular awesome human hour. I'm gonna talk about uh, emotional fitness skills to help you kick off the year in the best way. So, we'll be shifting into um, the new year. So, I hope to see you all next week and um, sending you tremendous amount of love and hugs from Mexico City. Con muchísimo amor de Mexico. Happy new year, everyone. Take care. All right, Awesome Humans. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. And I would love to know what resonated. What questions do you have? What are you excited to practice? So send us an email to team at happier.com. And please rest assured, if you send an email that you'd love for me to read, I will always get it in my inbox. My team will send it to me. Let's stay in touch so you can keep practicing skills to help you struggle less and thrive more in work and life. The best way to do it is to go to happyyear.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter. I promise you I would never send you spam. It's just more practices, skills, and stories to help you embrace your inner awesome human. I can't wait to see you next week.